Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Ted, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up on a two-hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic. Sort of like all of us when it's game time. Like a bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26 so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Still go hard. B, what's good? Warren? You were once again I keep telling y'all, I got theme music, man. We got theme music, man. Yeah, it seems new every theme. time, though. Like, we've had theme music for almost 12 years now, but it just seems it seemed new every time. It's like, word. Every time. But what's good, y'all, man? Y'all are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Y'all know what it is. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother, B. Austin, the hot block commander, Jimmy the Blueprint, or be with us momentarily. Uh, the NBA playoffs begin this weekend, so you know, we're basically going to let you know how each first round series will go. So sit back, relax, bust it up again with your guys in the War Room, the greatest man cave in the history of the planet Earth, the third rock from the sun. You can get in on the conversation yourselves by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports, uh, IG as well. At War Room Sports, we'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. So what up, fam, man? Crazy week, man. Yo question for you. Have you heard yes, about the Mississippi governor, uh, I think his name is Tate Reeves, have you heard about him signing a proclamation declaring April 2022 as Confederate Heritage Month? <laughs> um, I, I have not uh, I have not heard of it, but I'll say a few things. Number one, I my, my initial immediate response, this is no lie. Well, what took him so long? <laughs> right. um, that's the initial first response Secondly As you know because you're well traveled As you drive I'd say from North Carolina If you make a straight line across the top Of North Carolina Shit you can include Virginia in that as well But straight across the top of North Carolina West Out to about Texas and down The amount of Confederate flags that you're going to find In every city town municipality is beyond me right and and and, and i'm not just i'm not just coming at, the the most important thing the most important thing is that it's complete and utter disrespect to us as black human beings because they were That's fighting to keep us as beasts right. but but before we go there before we go there let's appeal to our caucasian brethren isn't that celebrating sedition? Because they seceded yeah, from I mean, the union. Just just to like they celebrated it stand against the capital the Constitution. You know, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I mean, Are we celebrating you, sedition? Like you're celebrating treasonous. Like that's that's 
When is that cool? Hey, I would say I mean, cool. it's always cool if it's them. If it's anything where you know anything besides them does that could be looked at as treasonous or sedition, then it's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? You're allowed, you know, once we start doing anything that, not not even treasonous, once we just start speaking out about the country, they're telling us to go back to Africa. But, like, y'all really running up in the Capitol, y'all really running around with Confederate flags, like, yo, yo, it's one thing to, because they you know, call it heritage, but yo, y'all are really holding on to the lifestyle of losers. Like all these years later, like we we still about that Confederate life. Like, like they were traitors and losers, and you know, poor white Americans. They, I guess they, I don't know. They identify with that for some reason. There's more to it though. He's also simultaneously declaring April as Genocide Awareness Month, though he said nothing, he mentioned nothing about American slavery or Native American genocide. So I don't, like, understand <laughs> what, what awareness are we bringing to anything if you're not, like, pretty much talking about the two biggest examples of it in the history of the country. But we've talked about this for years, B. Mississippi, Alabama, um, those were the top two on my list of, of states Florida. that I don't know. No, no, no. I'm talking about states that I have no interest in ever visiting. Like, I'm oh, like, yeah, oh, I got I'm you. I got afraid you. to visit Mississippi. Alabama, I've been, I've been in Alabama for about a total of an hour, two quick layover flights in my lifetime. Um, that's the extent of my interest in, in Alabama. Crazy part is Yo. I got, you know, we I got close friends down in Alabama. So it's like maybe one day that might be inevitable, but I don't maybe, ever. Maybe one day they'll escape the plantation and get out of it. I don't ever see a reason to ever, ever, ever step foot in Mississippi. It just don't even sound right to me, man. Mississippi just sounds like Jim Crow. <laughs> Yo, I, I, so to, I, that, to that point, living in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area now, I'm, I'm not too far from Alabama. I'm, not, I'm literally no, you're, like you're, 70, you're, Yeah, you're a stone's throw from Bama. So I've, I've, I've ventured across that line on Route 20. So one of the things you'll find is as you're on Route 20, about 10 miles into Alabama as you cross over the state line, if you're headed west on your left side, is a shrine to the Confederacy and the Confederate flag. There's literally about 30 versions of the bars and stars hung in this shrine in varying sizes. Like, there's literally a flag about the size of the face of my house all the way down to, like, many flags. <laughs> like I find, and I find it disrespectful, but there's no one really to talk to, and I feel a little afraid to throw an explosive at it or burn it. <laughs> I won't come back, and they might still lynch me. Oh, no, no, you're not coming back. It's going to be some, a lot of F-150s chasing you down the street. Um, Skyview is in the chat room. What up, Skyview? He said, he said, I was born in Mississippi and moved to New Jersey when I was seven. You are not wrong. 
So, you know, even as a youngster, I he thought, got... I thought Scott experience. Hugh was going to say, and I never went back. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, what's up, Neil? Everybody holding it down in the in the chat room. So, yeah, man, that's... that's I have no, no interest whatsoever, man. Um, so, shout out to, to the homie, <laughs> Kate Reeves, trying to, you know, rewind history. Lots and lots and lots of years. Um, but I'm not I'm not really surprised. Like are you ever surprised that anything like this happens in the old US of A? <laughs> Alright, but look, um, hey, before we before we do get started, man, I definitely gotta give a shout out to my niece. Um you got a you, you got an adult over there on your hands. You got an eighteen year old. You got a woman. You are living with with multiple women now. Like I'm living with one little girls. I'm living with we can't even say this no more. I'm living with three females. You living with women. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Come on, man. I looked at I looked at I looked at my niece today. I mean I looked at my daughter today, your niece. What's that wrong with me? Um and I was like, Wow. She's so big, she's so pretty, she's I feel for you. <laughs> Oh wow! This is how did how did we arrive here? Like how did this how did this happen? How are y'all? I'm not including myself. How did y'all get so old? <laughs> Time flies, man. <laughs> Time flies, man. But happy birthday to my niece. Ah oh, man, adult. I I don't even know what to say, man. I'm I'm a little agitated by it, but happy at the same time. All right. No, I'm definitely agitated. <laughs> Yeah, but, y'all know what it is, man. Before we we really really get started, we just got to remind you guys that whether you're live with us or not, anytime on demand, you can check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that either on our own website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms because we're on all of them. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode of the War Room Tissue in the Tape. For all you hip-hop fans out there, John Appetit, if you like to eat, On the Couch with the Wilsons, if you're into movies and entertainment, the Broad Street Line, and Superstars, if you're, you know, native Philly like us, or if you just got some, you know, crazy thing about you where you like to hear about Philly sports, I don't know, check them out. But everybody that I named and more on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, so check it out. All right, so these hot topics, as usual, brought to you by my bookie. War Room family, it's time for you to make some money sports betting at MyBookie. If you still haven't checked out MyBookie, then it's time to place your bet. The NBA playoffs are about two days away. You can lay down some bread on all of those games and all the other biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at MyBookie.ag. Not .com, not .net, .ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after Ben Simmons limped out, limps out the tunnel with his, with his back on fire right before the tip-off for the Nets playoff series. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get your bread, man. There's nothing else to it. I... Jimmy, I, I was wanted to, because Jimmy is the one who actually brought this 
to my attention because I didn't necessarily stick around to see the entire affair the other night between the, uh, the, the Timberwolves and the Clippers. But did you happen to catch the T-Wolves and their celebration from making it into the play-in game? I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, when they won the, when they won the chip? Game. You didn't know the yeah. T-Wolves won the chip? Yo, the T-Wolves won the chip the other night. Your man Pat Beverly was standing on the scores table, getting the fans hyped. There was a chant that we are number one. Pat Beverly at one point started crying. I'm like, yo, the bar is set real low over in Timberwolves country. And that, that's, that's, that's unfortunate because, you know, the Timberwolves got some players that I, that I dig, man. You know, I dig, uh, I bang with young Ant. I, and, and though a lot of other people is like popular not to like Bull no more, I still, you know, I, I'm still cool with Cat. Even though sometimes you know he takes the name too far with with some of his antics, but <laughs> yo, what like yo? I know it's only like, their first time making the playoffs since like oh <laughs> four, oh six, or something like that. But come on, man. You know, you know, uh, you know how we are, and we we actually here at the world, and we have a business plan that we publicize. Thus far, no one's enacted it yet. But uh, for the right couple of hours, we are big brothers and old heads to some of these young celebrities and, and stars. And the problem we, that I have with this. We be the pappy. <laughs> the problem I have with this is basically you hired and paid $14 million to Pat Beverly to be these boys' old heads. What type of example are you setting to my young boy Ant-Man? Because Ant-Man, I, I feel like he has some some thoroughness in his genes. I don't know what his relationship is with his pop. I don't know who his old heads are. Don't know if he got a big brother or not. But one of them need to step up to Ant-Man and just say, you know, quietly, because he don't got to cause any discord amongst the teammates. Yo, you know that bullshit was some, was some bullshit, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll celebrate playing games, brother. Just just relax. I know that's your old head on the team and all that, but right. act First like you've been here before. First of all, we shouldn't even have playing games, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's another issue. Like, we shouldn't have playing NBA. games. Why are we having playing games in the NBA? Uh, if, you, if, you, if you got a real thorough, thorough old head, he like, yo, if you don't go get that second-place trophy back, that participation playing game trophy back, sit <laughs> your ass down, but – but, you know, they changed the rule. They've allowed the playing game. So, cool. I have a problem with Patrick. Patrick Beverly fits into the category of false tough guy. And I think we, from certain people like, like KG, and I'm not calling him false, but you know some of his antics. But he's an all-time Hall of Famer. Pat Beverly, first of all, he looks like he stinks. <laughs> Constantly in really, really, hacking trash. Really, <laughs> he, he, he he's hacking trash, and then he always wants to act tough. And I don't think he can play. I want somebody to stretch his book. I wish Russ would have took his frustrations out on Pat Bell. I wanted it to happen. It didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen, but I wanted it to. And to to your point, like you you bang with, 
I know you banged with Ant Man, who should have won Rookie of the Year. Um, <laughs> and I know, Jimmy do that. I know, you, <laughs> I know you kind of, I know you kind of mess with with Cat. I don't really, I think he's some Cat, but the talent is obvious. Is there? What type of leadership is Patrick Beverly showing? Crying, running all down his unshaven face. Hey, that—that, but that's always their problem. Like the the Timberwolves have always had a leadership problem. So, you know, at this point, Jimmy wasn't the type of leader they needed. So I guess Patrick Beverly is what they're looking to now. But uh, Skyview in the chat, he said, "I ain't mad at them. They beat the team that kicked them to the curb." Skyview, he's Pat Beverly. Who cares who kicked Pat Beverly to the curb? Like he's been on Pat several Beverly. teams. Like he's Pat Beverly. I can see if this was like some some league superstar. Oh, they they got rid of me. Yo, he's Pat Beverly. Who cares who kicked Pat Beverly to the to the curb? Like it's not worth all of that. Most of us don't. But but I I, I totally get it though because when he was on the Clippers, he kind of was like he was. I don't want to say the face because they got Kawhi and they got PG, but he's Yo, like he's one of those hard talking greedy about like, him right but, now but, too. But, but, they like, yeah, that's what he did. But what I'm going to tell you is this, though. With all that being said, because I mean, even PG-13 said it, like, he wanted to be that if you're on your squad, you love it, but if you're not on your squad, you like FOH. He mm-hmm. was drawing. I mean, he definitely was drawing. But, I, you know, it's like I understand both sides of it. He was absolutely drawing the crying, the, the Bud Light, the cussing at people. Like, he was out of pocket. He was in his emotions. But he's like one of them dudes that has to be in his emotions to give you anything on the court. Like, but look, even if it was Pat Bev, excuse all this, if you go back and beat your old team for the chip, you, know, you beat them for the playing game, and they still alive. Like, they get to try again, don't they? Or the Clippers, yeah, the Clippers get to try again. They were yeah, in that spot know, where they get to try again. So it's like, yo, yeah, it was like, you didn't, like, put it, them out. It was out. hilarious. Yo, so, so it's like, what is it all for? You didn't put them out of the playoffs. They they might do that to themselves this week. But. but I think that the boy really got like an issue where he can't he can't be productive as a basketball player if he's not like if on the edge drawn. like that, drawn. Yeah. Think about it. Like this is the same dude yeah. that like basically like you know, punched Chris Paul in the back for like yo, just because he was out of control with his emotions. That was yo. completely emotional. You remember when he yo, uh yo, Russ's Jimmy, meniscus Jimmy, or something? Totally, that was emotional. Totally he just dove on the ball I, leg for no reason. He was yeah, I, totally agree. Agree. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that position, but I, that does not make it any less corny. Dude got fourteen <laughs> no, million dollars. No, listen, 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 uh, listen, listen, uh, listen, dude dude got fourteen million dollars this season to be a noodle. Listen, it's, 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 it's a lot of, that's a lot of noodle money. Like, I can understand it. It's a lot of spaghetti. I can understand it. I can understand it, and he can also be corny at the same time. Like both things could be true. Fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, the boys are over. Boys are overachiever in life at this point. Yeah. But the one thing I will say is, the crowd and his team responds to his drawingness. Like even your young boy, like loved it. Like when they had the press conference, he up there like dying laughing, egging him on. Like he enjoys it. Dude, I do think they overrate his getting it from the muck type story, though. Like, dude wasn't, like, from Davidson. And, like, dude was, like, SEC freshman of the year, was all SEC, like, twice. Like, we be talking, like, boy from Lehigh. I mean, yo, but dude, <laughs> dude, dude, yo hold up, hold up, hold up, though. What I mean by that is he's six foot. He's not that great of an athlete. He can't really shoot. He ain't got no handle. 
Like, what is his skill set? That's what I mean by saying that he's overachieved. Like, if he, what's his strength? And and, and the people that don't like him say that even his defensive prowess is fake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah I So it was like, what, what's his real skill set? He's not. They like, was like, yo, they, they be playing game. him out though. Like, yo, he just be running around the court acting crazy. He ain't really dinging nobody up. <laughs> <laughs> yo. So he's so he's but he he parlayed that into millions. He, he's like, done he it. Four, he get fourteen million to get under people's skin. And, you know, I'm mad at it. Like, it's well, it's just it. like PG said. A lot of people said that. Like I'm, I ain't mad at it if he on my squad. It's funny. It's funny when he on your team. When he not on your team, you probably want to stretch his boots. But shout Yo, out to Pat Bev though and the Timberwolves he's, for he's winning the even, chip. Like he's that. not even that great of an athlete. Like. I don't even – as I sit here and talk to you guys and I'm thinking it through, I'm like, yo, what is his skill set? Like, he can't shoot. He can't dribble. He He's not that great of an athlete. He's, you know, he's not a spot-up shooter. He doesn't play off the pick and roll. Like, what does he do? I mean, he, he's, he's, a, he's, a, <laughs> he's a decent point guard, run the team, but that's about it. Nothing, nothing special. And if you got somebody that's a bigger star that's – even close to being a guard or a small forward, they bringing the ball up anyway. So, I feel you. This is a hate, by the way. This is a hate, by the way. I'm going to go ahead and shock shock the world for like the third or fourth time this year. I agree with Jimmy. Not that that you're disagreeing, Dev, but your boy has no useful value in life other than being an irritant. (laughs) Yo, but yo, 14M's though. (laughs) And also, uh, uh, Scavio also said that the Timberwolves can beat Phoenix, though. As as Jimmy or Big Daddy Kane would ask you, dope a dog food. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and, and and y'all know me, I wasn't even a Phoenix believer last season, but you know, you know, this is what it takes. This, is, that, this is what it takes to change your mind. See, like they came back. I see a lot of people. I see a lot of people like you know calling that the upset, like actually calling for that to happen. And but they're not even playing Phoenix. They're it's playing it's the Grizzlies. So I don't even know where they oh, came yeah, from. Oh, yeah, So where, 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 people even, where people even getting that from? But I know, like, yeah, people with the TNT crew, they had them beating the Grizz. Yeah. I'm like, so they so, go to the finals? We'll give our picks. And, and I know, you, you're going to the Western Conference Finals, you know, to to see the uh, the Suns about something. All right, but, yeah, uh, and Skyview, he said the Clippers have to play the Pelicans. He said the New Orleans team. He refuses to call them that name, the Pelicans. Um, I mean, they and should he be also dead. said, I mean, <laughs> he said he's a pest, a professional pest. He took Lonzo's soul his rookie season. Wasn't that like game one? Like he was, yeah. was you know. And yeah, that was like Lonzo's one of his first three games or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it might have been that game night for his career. And we were talking about that because that was one of the things that we blamed Pop for. It's like, this is what Lonzo was going to get every night for at least half of his rookie season because of your mouth. <laughs> Not because of anything Lonzo did. Lonzo was a likable dude. But, Unc, you know, he had the target on his back. And and when you have a face dirty-ass Pat Bev on opening night, he's going to try to get a name off of it. So, Never you know, lost. He was doing his thing. <laughs> Never, ever. All right. So, um, yeah, again, uh, congratulations to the T-Wolves, man, um, for winning the championship. Um, LeBron in his, I guess, postseason press conference says that the Lakers season was not a failure. He says it's not a failure at all. We came to work every single day, put our hard hats on and tried to get better every day. 
and the results just didn't happen for us, but it's not a failure. Being who he is, you know the media is on his top um, for saying this. They're saying LeBron never really takes accountability, um, especially for his part when things fall apart. Um, And they're saying now he's just kind of acting like it doesn't happen. I mean, we discussed weeks ago LeBron is in a happy place right now. I think he knows his – I mean, he's already, for those who entertains that, he's already in the argument with with the GOATs and the GOAT, universally considered the GOAT. So, like, is LeBron, like, in that – I mean, he's getting serious money. His kids are cool. His wife is cool. His businesses are cool. He's probably going to reach a billy before he retire. Like – is that does all of that have something to do with this? Because you know, back in the day when Brian would have took an L like this, even though it's usually in the playoffs, he'd tell everybody to go back to their miserable lives. But now he kind of like on his world be free, meta peace, meta world peace type mm-hmm. job. Like, yeah, it wasn't a failure. We 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 did our thing. And, yo, what y'all think about this? I mean, life is good. Yellow top butterflies. Uh, when pink thing? elephants get stuck in ointment, LeBron wins, and so do we all. Yo, it's funny because I have a different perspective on this question based upon watching that uh, that, that Draymond and Steph conversation. Did you watch that whole thing, Dev? No, nah, not yet. I mean, he's basically considered the GOAT of his generation, like, you know, Steph and Draymond, uh, you know, Gave him, a, gave him a yummy, but um, I mean, but, but also no other person that you can put in there for his generation. Yeah, but so. also, also, also in saying that Draymond was talking about something. Also, in saying that though, Draymond was talking about how, um, he was saying how he's like, yo, these older folks, you like talking about, you know, how we're so focused on off the court in basketball. He's like, honestly, that's just because they dumb. Yeah, he was like cooking. He was like. He's like, y'all finna make everybody y'all entities and not get money. That's because y'all dumb. Their perspective, uh, you know, and again, this is his generation, is bigger than basketball. And, you know, I guess that's why I hashtag more than an athlete. So when they yeah. look at things, it's not just on – so it's kind of like to your point, like is it, is it about more than basketball? And my answer to your question, to talk all the way around it, is yeah. And I understand that. And And humans evolve, business evolves, especially in the business of sports. So I wouldn't like – I mean, I didn't hear it. I'm going to go listen to it. I'm going to watch it. But I, I don't think I would agree with Draymond calling people dumb. They just didn't know any better back then. And plus, you know, the money wasn't the same back then. So you have way yeah, more of an incentive now to be, you know what I'm saying, all about your business, making sure you say the right things at all times. Back then, they didn't know. You just went out there and you played the game competitively like you, like you always no, did. He, you know he was what I'm talking saying? about more than that. Because what he – what he was talking about is he was like how people criticize them for like being friends with people from other teams and, you know, coming up in AAU and all this. He was like, they didn't see the bigger picture. Like, so I, I mean, it kind of said what you said, they didn't have information, but he, he did, he definitely said it was dumb. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, that. you know, all that wasn't really available back then. So of course people who didn't have it, if it don't look right to them because they lived a different life, they're going to be critical. And then, Vice versa, they're gonna be critical of how y'all didn't get it and all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't man, listen, man. big business like that at this at that time. Like cats was happy as hell to get a, a Converse uh, 
<laughs> deal back then, and only the select few got that. So, I, you know, I understand it. Things evolve. Just like, I mean, just like on the court. We look now, and we always trying to uh, compare within generations. Like, you know, I know Jimmy, well, I don't know. I was about to say, I know you joke a lot, but you're probably serious about some of them old, what's the, what's the white boy you get on all the time? Is it Pettit or somebody? You'd be talking about his game. <laughs> but back then, dude was one of the, you know, when the game wasn't evolved, those type of dudes were the best. So you can't, you know, get to this point and say, oh, how he top 75, top 100 if this dude ain't. This dude would kill him. Of course he would kill him. Game I mean, is I'm, not, I'm not talking about you. I'm just no. talking about because no, no, the name. I was, I was trying, trying to make a point that, that the boy used to smash. No, lot. no, I, I, no. So, I just want to make a point that what you're saying is true, but Dolph Shay still trash. Yeah, yeah, Dolph Shay. <laughs> but yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. Stuff like that. People like him. Like <laughs> Yo, back then, he been cooking back then, Dolph it, didn't get, it didn't get much better than them people back then. And of course, in 2022, Dolph, you realize when Dolph Shay played, right? When you set a pick. You didn't even fight around the pick. You were just considered like out of the play. Like you, just, you got you picked out of the play. Like, <laughs> you just had to let him shoot. And it's it's like, yo, what is that? Yeah, so, so it's like they had to deal with the 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 hand that they were dealt, the athleticism that they were dealt. Humans evolved. The game has evolved. So even though, yeah, it's true. If you use that straw man argument that yo, the worst player in the league today is, is better than such and such, and he top seventy five. Okay, but you know, well, when, when they got on jetpacks, when they got on jetpacks in, in 2055, <laughs> and they flying around the court doing all that, yeah, they gonna be better Yo, than LeBron even, and all them. But know, I don't even want to know what the athleticism is gonna be in like 15 years. Right. That's like, what I'm saying. I don't even, even want to know what it's gonna look like. But I, but I understand it though. So it all depends upon what your argument is. That's a different. You know what it's gonna look like, like that? It's gonna look like that trampoline ball, but they're not gonna be on trampoline. Yo, that's gonna be just like their regular, that's gonna be their natural, natural move. Yo, that's gonna be their in Dolph Shay still gonna be trash. They gonna, they gonna find something that that humans can eat that's gonna put like springs in their knees <laughs> and it's gonna get ridiculous. <laughs> no, but that that interview was that interview was interesting just to hear like those guys because they kind of like both. I guess they're homies, so it's like they were just talking and they probably yeah. said stuff that they wish they could take back. But he was even talking about that. He was talking about, like, the skill level now versus back then. He was like, yo, there's not one player in the NBA now that can't make a three. He said, everybody's not a three-point shooter. Right. He was like, but, but everybody can make a three. Yeah, everybody can make a three. He was like, man, the skill level is just, like, somewhere else. But the game evolves. It is what it is. Right. Can you imagine, like, Brad Doherty taking a three and how it would have hit off the side of the backboard or some shit from the front? Like, yo, just, just go be big and stand in the middle. Like, don't even, like, do nothing. Pause. Right. No real saying, yo. Like, it's like, yo, back in the day, just be seven foot. Yeah. So, you know, stuff evolves, man. It definitely evolves. It, like Jim said, it's going to be Luke interesting Longley. to imagine, see. Imagine Luke Longley, imagine Luke Longley spotting up. <laughs> Luke Longley had a 15-foot Jimmy from the side. From the uh, baseball, yeah, he had that one, that one joint yeah, uh, based that, on the triangle. Uh, he did, he yeah. did. Plus, plus, you know, I was about to say, Euro, he's Australian, he's in Euro, but same thing. Hey, um, yo, <laughs> he's one of them. So, you know, they, those bigs practice shooting jump yeah, shots way before ours. So, what y'all saying is Ben is Ben Wallace would be able to shoot or not? Y'all not saying? That. Oh yeah, imagine him. <laughs> I I don't know if I've ever seen Ben Wallace take a twelve footer. 
nor nor yeah, should he have. I respect Ben Wallace. I know, he's I know another one. He's the, the he's the center version but, of Pat Beverly, but he actually like made all star yeah, teams and, but <laughs> and shit. Yeah. So Pat I Beverly is a ben poor Wallace. man's guard, Ben Wallace. And that's that's embarrassing. Yo, I respect Ben Wallace for one reason. I know he gets slandered and killed on the show, dope. but I respect him because he's the face of like, yo, I'm gonna stick to my, I'm gonna stick to what I do. Like, I'm gonna stay in my lane. Like, he, he's I think he's valuing that. He's a hack. I would not want to get fouled by Ben Wallace though, because he looks strong and shit. Yo, <laughs> I'm just gonna stay in my lane. I ain't gonna there, try to do something I'm not. There's ask, ask why Ben Wallace on the way to the hall. I mean, but I, I got to respect it, though, because I'm always the one arguing that fans and media only respect one side of the ball. So, you know, Yo, ben I, I don't got to respect Ben Wallace. I think he, I think he already there. And the mileage, I think so, like over the last, the, yeah, over the, like even the last time or the one time before that, he's already in the hall. I think, I think he is. I don't care what nobody is say, too, and I the think the palace was his fault. Yo, because I remember, yo, I remember his speech. His speech was like literally like forty five seconds. It was like, like forty yo, seconds. Yeah, God, I'm out. But you knew. Yeah, he's like, I'm out. Like, yo, he didn't even want to Like, he could never really talk, he and he had those funny movements with his mouth when he talked. Like he had, like he was trying to balance some water. In the, I don't know. Something yo, bull looks like he had vitiligo on his lips only. Yo. Girl, with you. Yeah, you wild. All right, so you wild. Um, oh yeah, and Frank Vogel was officially fired. Um, kind of hilarious though, how Ron and AD was like acting like they didn't realize that that was gonna happen. I'm like, come on, y'all, y'all doing too much now. Um, LeBron sent so, him back to his miserable life. So we've seen, you know, the, so you know, the Lakers, thing, the Lakers get what they want. So there's already coaches that's supposed to be being targeted by the Lakers. Nick Nurse was one of them. Doc Rivers was one of them. Please take him. Um, and I, I, I don't – I think it was some – I think it was one more. But it's like, yo, it's like how arrogant that's, that's, are y'all? That's disrespectful, yo. That's disrespectful. Right, like these dudes are still playing in the playoffs. Yo, and y'all like, yeah, in we, the playoffs. we're going to get one of them next year. Damn. That's and they probably will, though, because they're the Lakers. Yo, they also talk about Mark Jackson, man. Oh, yeah, but, Mark but, Jackson. But was, people, they said LeBron was Mark Jackson, which is, you know. Speaking of people getting fired and all that, though, like, I don't know if these athletes be lying, but you know how you always get a story like, well, I found that I got traded, you know what I'm saying, like the Mo Cheek story and all that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you hear that all the time. So, yo, these teams are vicious. I was on my way to practice, I mean, and I heard it on the radio. Like, shut up. Yo, not to keep going back to the interview, not to keep going back to the interview, but Steph said when they traded like Monte Ellis, he was like stretching for the game, and it came across the TV in the, uh, in the jaw, like yo, Monte Ellis traded. Yeah, like hold up. I, I bet you Steph laughed though. Steph was like, if I get this, if I get this dude out of here, I might, I might, you know, I could be the man, keep my ankles healthy. No, but he was. He told a part of the story. I don't know where y'all knew this, but he was like, yo, it was supposed to be him that got traded, but like I think it was uh, Milwaukee. Their doctors turned it down. Oh yeah, I did see. Like, no, there was boy. something about a Milwaukee trade. Yeah, Milwaukee feels stupid. Yeah. Shit, and he was like, I mean, but if uh, if you get Steph, play. I don't know because it's still Steph. Even the kind of superstar he is, the way they built that team, it's like you still never know. Like if Steph goes somewhere else, and he has to carry a team by himself, like is that gonna is that gonna work? Like if they but get Steph, not, do they still get free? But that's why the NBA is – there's so much context to everything, and this is kind of like missing when we just look at championships. 
because one of the things that he broke down, and everybody don't know what I'm talking about on Draymond's podcast, his newest episode is with uh, Steph, and it was pretty interesting just because, like I said, it got to be when you're just, just like talking to your teammate, up. talking to your homie, yeah. Yeah, they just chopping it up. So he got real comfortable, and he was saying stuff he probably you know, shouldn't have. But one of the yeah. things that he talked about should, is should we been how doing things fall into place. Pretty much. <laughs> but how things <laughs> fall into place is because he got caught up on, like, one of those uh, years where there's, like, a lockout, and he had to sign a contract to, like, secure his, his status. But he signed the contract, which only paid him, like, $44 million. And if he would have waited after the lockout, he would have got something, like, something crazy, like 200 so he was underpaid for a period of time. And if he didn't sign yeah, that I contract, remember that. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have been able to afford them other cats. They wouldn't have been able to afford Draymond, Clay, Andre Iguodala, or KD when he became available. So right. he was like, he kind of messed up, but then got lucky because that allowed him to, you know, flourish and win chips. And it's right. like those little right. small nuances a lot of times get lost, and we just like look at the end result. And it's like, yo, that mm, one decision, like, which at the time was a bad decision, ended up in, like, you know, multiple championships. Yeah. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Those are kind of contracts like, that yo, him, Tobias be trying to give out on like, purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's Tobias. Yeah, he can throw him F.O.H. Uh, and theory, left. Like, but, yeah. you know, get, a young, get a young quarterback, lock him up so that you can build around him while he's still getting underpaid. He basically like, yo, underpay somebody so you can build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, why, right, that's, so, that's, that's what, like, those little nuances make it ignorant when y'all be like, yo, he ain't got no chips, he garbage. Yeah, yeah, way ignorant, way ignorant, because so much got to fall in place. Mid- and so, much, like, so much falls in the place for the people who win them. Yo, because like, yeah. even Draymond was laughing. He was like, yo, at the time, I was making more than you. <laughs> Tobias going to laugh with Embiid about that one day. I mean, they're not going to be laughing about a chip, but they're going to be laughing about it. Um, your man Ben Simmons, his possible Nets debut could come in the first round around games four, five, or six. So I guess he's targeting game four for that. Like, it's it's intriguing to me because I wonder, like, what the chemistry will be like just inserting somebody like that into the lineup right away. But if you look at the Nets and the talent that they have on the top of that roster, like chemistry is not really a thing with them anyway, because they haven't been able to play together too much in the two, you know, three, two years that they've, you know, been together. So the y'all think, they already like, got chemistry. like, is that a, is that a scary proposition? I mean, be like being real. I mean, I know yeah. a lot of people are just going to this dude, he, he, this, he, he, that. Ben Simmons is better than whoever he's going to replace in the lineup, and everybody knows that. Um, I think it's scary. Like, how scary is that? If for nothing else, just if he's able to still do what he did before, unfortunately, unfortunately, being objective, yo, this is going to put them over the top, and I hate it. I hate it with every ounce because he doesn't get in the way of what Kyrie – and Big Slim do. He yeah, don't get I mean, it's gonna be better for him. He on this team, he get to go hot on offense. <laughs> Probably yeah. not gonna be that Kyrie much gets, expectation. Yo, Kyrie, like who the hell gonna be asking Ben to take shots? Kyrie out here giving cats thirty on during Ramadan. <laughs> With no food on his stomach and bad breath. <laughs> yo, he, got, he got no food on his family. Making like his first ten, eleven shots of the game. 
Yo, Ramadan made ball efficient, yo. He hits his first 17 shots and they leave. Yeah. Kyrie must feast at night and just let that sit on yo, him. I'll tell you one, I'll tell you one <laughs> thing, though. Your man, your man Benjamin Simmons, man, he got a lot of nerve, man. He be walking around like he got like six he, MVPs like four championships. Yeah, he really he really be acting like he had a fashion show, man. Like, I was laughing the other day at a shot by uh, brother Roy Burton. He was like, yo, Ben lost a lot of money, but he still be spending millions on his fit. Your man came out in a, <laughs> a, 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 a lamb short set. They said at the like, game in Philly, he had on like a $15,000 shirt or something silly like that. It was weak sauce, but, but I looked it up, and it was, it was 15. Yo, my man has channeled his inner Pusher T. Like, like he, yo, he hit whoever, whoever be hitting Frank up, whoever be hitting Pablo up. Ben hang with him and get his fashion to Dog, yo, my man wore a leather. He wore not, not leather. Excuse me, I ain't even disrespecting. He wore a lamb short <laughs> Yo, he out here with lamb on, B. Like, and the funny thing is, yo, the internet is crazy. Like, so people were taking pictures of him at Peter. Like, yo, go get him. <laughs> because they mad. It's like, we can't do nothing with this dude. So just, just uh huh. So it's messing up somewhere. Get Peter on him. But yo, Ben is out here wild. So I don't even. Part of me feels like I don't even think he'll be back in game four. I think that's your talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I there, like... so, yo, yo, yo. I go by the name. I'm Pharrell. Yo, Pharrell. From the... <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Yo, Ben dressed yo. like a drug dealer, yo. Yo, first of all, first of all, why, first of all, why we got that whole with song on the, on the joint? Last four minutes and 24 seconds. <laughs> hey, yo, I have no idea, yo. I think that's before we had, like, song. outro music and we used to go out to songs. I think that's what yo, that was. Ben, yo, Ben's just like a drug dealer, B. Ben is out of pocket, B. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I think we're like, ben, ben, like, dude, don't he really love ball. Ben. He just loved the life that that it affords him. I think you said that, Jim. And that's exactly because there's no way. Yeah, that was me because I'm like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, yo, he just, he's not a hooper. Like, we all know hoopers. Hoopers want to hoop. Right. Regard, it's like, it's like Gilbert is a hooper. Gilbert is want to hoop whether he's getting paid or not. Right. Ben is the total opposite. Ben likes the lifestyle of an NBA player, but he doesn't want to play ball. Like I don't think he likes basketball. Like no way, like, no, no way do you get Ben Simmons into the big three after retirement. No way. You're like what? At I all. look like playing at, ball. At at just... <laughs> yeah, at all. Like, he's not a hooper. Like, like a lot of them dudes. You ain't gotta be a fool. You ain't gotta even be a full hooper. You got like a little bit of hooper in you. It's like the, the, the competitiveness is gonna make you want to like just go out there. Yeah. Meanwhile, to that point, your man Joe Johnson will play in any pickup you invite him to. This is true. <laughs> Skyview is still a bitter Sixers fan. He's a FOH Ben Simmons. He's going to F up all chemistry with the Nets. That's what I'm saying. Kev's saying it. I, ho- I hope he's speaking it into fruition because I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yo. Like, because people can say what they yo, want. The net, the net, the net. Like, Jimmy, that boy's not a hooper. But bull can hoop, and that's crazy when you don't hear, when you don't care about hooping, then you can hoop like that. So. Yo, yo, listen, Kyrie, the way Kyrie's playing, he obviously he calls Hakeem, he calls Catch, he prays to Kobe, and he fast and he hits it five times a day. Yo, he hooping on another level. KD is KD. <laughs> and what Ben stomach. Simmons does does not get in the way. Yo, Bull likes to pass. 
defend play defense. and chase white chicks and dress flop. <laughs> yo, here's my thing though. I um I feel like yo when you got Katie and Kyrie and kind of like yeah yo you don't even need but they didn't have chemistry last year and came within a couple inches of like probably winning the whole thing. That's the thing. Like, That's what people are telling foot, people. Foot, the Nets don't do yeah, chemistry. His foot wasn't on the line. It's chemistry. Yeah, his foot wasn't on the line. They probably win the entire chip and. Well, the half a shoe size from the from the, the from the chip. I have to shoot no, that. They didn't, even like they didn't even like each other. They had worse chemistry. They had Harden on a squad. Nobody liked each other. That's why the Nets don't do chemistry. It's like this is a different type of like when they got together, especially when it was three of them. This was different. Like this was just talent was going to trump all type things. Like even in even in Miami, like LeBron was at the top of his powers at the time. Wade, I mean, Wade was on the other side. He wasn't as old and decrepit as people act like he was. Um, but you had to make it work because you had to do something with Chris Bosh. Like, they weren't just going to take turns going one-on-one. Like, Chris Bosh had to change his whole game to be with them. Dude, these dudes just take turns. Like, who hot right now? And, that, and that's the crazy part. <laughs> dribble, the crazy, dribble, dribble. Because the crazy part is, like, as great as LeBron is, um, his game, he's more of a facilitator, right? And, and he he's more of a, a guy that gets other people involved. KD is like a, a cheat code. Like, KD right. is a scorer. Like, you know, I feel like KD can get 80 one day if he wanted to. Like, it's, 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 what can you, you can't really do anything with him. All you can do is slow him down. Like, dude is a bucket. Right. And, and, and you give and them dude, even without Harden, you give them dude who does all this little stuff that they're not going to do because who's accusing – Kyrie, Harden, or KD. I mean, KD used to get some props sometimes. But who's accusing any of them dudes of really being defenders? So I was like, all right, now we got somebody that we can sick on him and the Bull Brown. They can sick them on, you know, the best perimeter threats. They can go out and and dribble and score all they want. Do get rebounds, push the pace at night. Y'all can say what y'all want. But he in a different situation. The funny thing about Brooklyn, the thing about Brooklyn, which makes them interesting, which is going to be an interesting playoff, is because if they lost in the first round, I wouldn't be shocked. And if they won the entire chip, I also wouldn't right. be shocked. Like, right. yo, they just one of them teams. Like, they're going to be a tough out. But I don't think they're unbeatable. But at the same time, if they just walk if they just walk through, I wouldn't shock me either. Because when they get, but when you, they get but you know why you say that, Jim? Because they depend on Kyrie and, and, and KD to be hot. Like, these dudes have an yeah. off game at the same time. Like, you can, you know, you can do something with oh, them. Oh, yeah, trouble. They have an off game at the same time. They got two chefs. They got two. <laughs> yeah, that ain't shit. But, um. <laughs> hey, yo, they got two chefs. If these, dudes, if these dudes go into a slump at the same time, Brooklyn don't stand a chance. But if these dudes are hot at the same time, they can beat anybody in the league. So that that's my don't let, don't that's let, my follow up to like Jimmy's theory. Like that's yeah, that's how I look at don't it. Don't let two chefs get hot. Y'all heard what two chefs said. He said, I ain't Seth, I'd go in your mouth. And yeah, Seth was like <laughs> Seth, Sue, Sue was like, I oh. I talk while I'm I'm like, Okay. Alright, I'll show you. I'm like, yo, but I'll why you gotta you. throw your brother under the bus though? What's that like why you why you think like send a uh, stray at him to prove you tough? He said <laughs> Scott you said, but B, Patty Mills, Dragic, Joe Smith I don't think his name Joe Smith. Catch, he said, catch garbage and pull. Simmons is incapable. But that's what I'm saying. You naming all these people that can do that type of stuff. So what do you need Simmons? That's to be not what. That's not, that. so that's not what they need. Even even if even if 
KD and 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 I get, I get it though. And young Imam, young Imam, if young Imam and KD go down, the guys that you mentioned do the thing that 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 boy don't do anymore. Well, just a defender. Yo, I, yo, I, I, I feel it, like he I mean, can get Kevin, he's a Philly fan, man. We like we gonna talk what I we want no, into existence. So I get it. But yeah. here's what I feel. I'm not gonna tell you what I. I'm not gonna tell you what I hope about boy. I feel like based upon Dude's game, I think that Dude can be productive for the Nets, even if he don't come down the court on offense. No, no, he don't, yeah. need, no, he don't need chemistry to defend. I mean, but even when them dudes need a break, off. everybody, like, forget that Dude can get to the basket anytime he wants. <laughs> like, turn down dunks. Turn down dunks. Yeah, I mean, dudes has seasons where he averaged I mean, like 16 points a game and didn't take a jump shot. Like, dude can get to the basket. Yeah, you know what though? He feels like it. This, this is this is also the playoffs, though. We know this is the playoffs, so he a little different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he gonna go to the basket at the tune of 12 points a game instead of 16, but. <laughs> but so yeah, so let's just we can still relegate him to rebounds and defense and and just pushing the yeah, pace I want to on see fast breaks. He gets fouled and goes. When he gets fouled and goes to the foul line, how bad the fans are going to give it to Ball Paul? No real fans. Probably going to shoot eighty percent. Because if he know, don't, if he that? don't, you sat out a whole season. You should be a master marksman from at least the foul line right now. You should be well, a master. But, 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 at the same time, but at the same time, that's easy to say too because we also know that that's mental. So I guess that you know that's not even the right thing to say because. If we all watch Ben Simmons, I know, Jim, you've been in the Wells Fargo Center plenty. I've been up in there. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, when he comes down here, you see all his videos, you hear what people say. Like, I sat there and watched dude during uh, the one of the meltdown games against Atlanta. I think it was game five when they came down, came back against us like that. They were hacking Ben mm-hmm. before halftime, and he was selling the farm. He came out at halftime to warm up before the second half. He made nice. 12 straight. He made 12 straight free throws because when nobody, you know, the the lights were dim because it was halftime and it didn't count for anything. Even though he was still doing it in front of 20,000 people, it didn't mean anything. So it's definitely mental with dude. As soon as the lights go on and the fans start the, the cheering, it's different. Do it in the game. Right, right, right. So for me, and, and then if you ever got to a Sixers game early, you know, before the the real, real warm-up, when they still got, like, 45 minutes before the national anthem, dude be out there nailing threes. Like, it's nothing. He did nice uh, it's, he it's did mental, nice warm-up. His, so his he, warm-up is like John Wall on YouTube. Right. So if he got his, his, his you know, his therapist involved in mental health and you get, get that strengthened in his, in his brain, it's, it's going to be – you know, it's going to be a lot of mad Philly fans out there. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of cursing. There's going to be a lot of that. All right, so um, our stat of the week, man, Joel Embiid at 30.6 points per game becomes the first center since Shaquille O'Neal in 2000 to win the NBA scoring title and just the fourth center since 1976. He's also the first international player to ever achieve the feat. 
So so shout out to, to Joel because it looks like that MVP Young is looking out of his hands because it looks like some media yeah. members are making their votes public already. So it's, yes, looking, are, it's not they looking good for, man. for Joel. Yeah, my man is streets, only man. my man is not going to win the, not going to win the MVP because he's of African descent. Let's keep it a bean. It's Africa against Europe, Europe man. It is America. You know they love Europe more than they love Africa. Listen, we just man, work for them. Joe, <laughs> listen, man, like, Joe's getting, he getting, I understand, I understand the love affair. Like, yo, what did somebody say? Was, I forgot who said it. It was like, yo, they'll make up a new, uh, a new um, analytic just to, like, you know, jump on a joker <laughs> some more. But the FOA, he getting, he getting hosed, yo. He's getting hosed. This is what, it's going to, it's going to be even worse for me if it's, like, not even close. And the way people seem like they're voting, it seems like it's not going to be close. It has to be close. Yeah. No matter who wins it, it probably has to be close. But I think that's when it's going to turn as bad, real. And as bad as Mark Henry, a.k.a. James Harden, is 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 playing, like, come on. Man. Right. There's no excuse for yeah. just because you got that name on your team. He only played, like, three good games with the Sixers. Sixers fans full of it, though. They were talking – they were talking all that. Oh, look at the new two-headed monster we got. They was now talking like, green. Now they're like, boy, he washed, man. He garbage. I'm like, yo, y'all, first two games, y'all was, yeah, man, it was jumping jack contact. Yeah, they, right. <laughs> yo, they was playing parade. They was playing parade rounds. They was like, we'll be meeting up for the parade. <laughs> right, right, right. What you Hashtag and Barton. You going to get on top of the bus stop, Joan, or you going to climb a pole? Like, I want to see all this. <laughs> yeah, it was wilder, man. But I, I, but he he definitely getting cheated, man. Like uh, to me, and I've said it on the record, he's the MVP. I thought he was the MVP last year. And that's no disrespect to our European brother. That's no disrespect to him. But that whole narrative of look what he's doing without his best players is like, yo, but what do you think? Both of them. Embiid but both is of them had the same. Yeah, like both of them had the same. And I, I mean, besides the scoring all around, I'd venture to say that that. Ben Simmons is a better player than Jamal Murray, or at least was, when they were all together yeah. and playing well. Jamal Murray got into the playoffs and, and, and got on fire with him and the other gunning ball getting 50 on each other. But before that, like, who was talking about Jamal Murray? <laughs> Nobody, but that's, that's – that, I'm telling you, bro, that's like you – know, we've been going over this for a decade now, like, yo. And he, he never had he Michael one Porter, playoff win? whatever his name is. He never had him. He always had a backy out of me when he got in the league. Yeah, Mag Maga Porter. Maga Porter, mm-hmm. like Maga Porter. Oh, the, the, like, the black boy Uncle Ruckus? Porter, hey, black yeah. Yeah, he, Cousin Ruckus. Yeah. He's too young to be Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> Cousin Ruckus. Yeah, it's true. And beat is getting hosed. It is what it is. My, You know what I'm saying? He the MVP of the hood. We, we don't bang with Joker. F-O-H. We team and beat. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. We don't we bang with the Joker. Before we take some phone calls, man, we're just going to give our picks, man, on round one. Uh, we know two of the matchups aren't all the way set yet, so we'll give our picks for, for both of those teams that could possibly uh, be in round one. So let's start out in the West. Uh, number one seed, Phoenix Suns versus number eight, Clippers or Fly Pelicans. So let's go Clippers first. If it's, if they matched up against the Clippers, what y'all got? Uh, I don't think it, Phoenix in. I don't Four, think it matters who they match up with. Give, give me the Suns either. I got Phoenix. I got Phoenix in five. 
I got Phoenix in five versus the, the Clippers, and I got uh-huh. Phoenix in three versus the, the <laughs> Birds. Against the Pelicans, you got them in three? I'm just going to say, not show up say game four. <laughs> I say five games versus Clippers and four games versus uh, other boys. Um, I think I, I got... Is Zion going to play? No. He don't play for them. <laughs> <laughs> he play for the Knicks. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> play for Krispy Kreme. My bad. Um, yeah, I say, I mean, Phoenix, like I said, going to win either way. But um, I got Phoenix in five both times. I think the the Pelicans and, you know, uh, CJ and Brandon Ingram, I think they'll find a way to at least get one. So Yeah, uh, that's, what I, that's what I really Phoenix want to say, five. but, you know. But not really. I don't mean to be disrespectful. <laughs> All right, so then you got the two seed Grizzlies against the seven seed world champion Minnesota Timberwolves. Grizzlies can't choke now. Yeah, like, yeah, like they've been doing whatever they want with the league, with or without Ja. They can't choke now. I got the Grizzlies in. I got the Grizzlies in five. I got my young Bless ball Jack and the ball line. cat. They they both got their stars got you know three letter nicknames. I got Ant and Cat, at least getting one. Rasclad Cat, Poom Poom Star. I'm going with Ja Rastafari and the Memphis Grizzlies. They're they're deep. They're not big name deep, but they're deep. And the boy Bane is he 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 coming on strong every every night. Pause, but. Little uh, T-Rex bull. <laughs> yeah. Little diesel bull with the short arms that can't scratch his thigh. Yeah. 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 He's he get, he get better as the season goes. Yeah. Who he's you got, B? He's a baller. He's a baller. As much as I want to say Ant-Man is sick, I ain't going to do that. Jai Rastafari, five. All right. Well, Ant-Man already won the chip, so you good. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some photos to show you, too, B, man. They got the young bull on the wrong track already and I don't like it. Um <laughs> greater put it like this before I you know even show you what it is. Greater all-time athletes have been dismissed <laughs> for for things almost as e- almost equal. But I'll let oh. You know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um I right, the three seed Warriors versus the four seed Nuggets. The Joker, the MVP, and the Nuggets. <laughs> Who y'all got? Is Jamal no. Murray gonna come back for the playoffs? I know I Steph is working on the scrimmage. So they about to get it. They about to get this ball to MVP and they out of here. Five, get him out of here. Not my um, MVP. I want to say five. I'm leaning towards six. <laughs> Um, like the Warriors were on a frenetic pace earlier in the season. It seemed like all I got messed up when Clay came back. Hmm, coincidence. So, um, think about it. So, <laughs> I think they just been taking turns. They taking turns taking time off. Clay came right. back. Draymond went out, right? And then Draymond got ready to come back, and then Steph was like, "Steph went out." Right. Um, they did. Yeah, they just you know they taking turns. I'll, I'll, I'll be a little respectful to the to the MVP <laughs> Euro lover. Um, nah, I'll MVP. go Warriors in six. I'll go Warriors in six. 
about you, B? Warriors. Warriors. Warriors is five. I'm about to say we're broke Sound like he was like forty feet from his mic. Um, Warriors in five. All right, and then we got the four or five matchup: the four seed Mavericks versus the five seed Utah Jazz. I'm taking. I was Luka about to say this is the hard. This is the most difficult one, but I mean, it's supposed to be. It's the four or five matchup. They damn near equal. I'm taking. I'm taking Luca and six. Luca and six. Um, I want to say the Jazz, but the Jazz aren't as. I mean, it shows by their record, but I was about to say the Jazz aren't as strong as they've been the last two seasons. But you know, I I would think that they would be a better team under the radar. The last few seasons, they've had expectations that I don't think was commensurate with their ability. But since they, you know, one of them years was like the one seed, and then one of them years they were like the two or three seed. I understand the expectations, but I never really bought into it. With that being said, yeah, their best play, their best players don't like each other. Right. <laughs> um, I go. I'm gonna go Mavs in seven though. I'm still, you know, I still, you know, give Utah a fighting chance because, you know, of all the experience they've gained in the last few years, and them dudes haven't liked each other in a long time, and they've still been successful in the Western Conference, so. I'm going to give them a chance. I wouldn't be surprised if they win this, but I'm going to go Mavs in seven. Uh, I'm going to Asiatic Black in seven. I'm going going Clarkson. The Clarksons in seven. (laughs) The Clarksons. Yeah, Clarkson be gunning when he get in the game. All right, so you got got – All right, so let's go over to the east. We got the number one seed. Oh, you said the Clarkson over Luka? You 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 ain't watching Luca play this year, bro. They balling, but I ain't really I ain't really messing with the Caucasus Mountains right now. Listen, I totally get it. Listen, man, all I'm saying is, what's, what's Luca averaging like twenty eight ninety nine or something stupid like that? Yeah, it's something crazy. He LeBron. He more LeBron than LeBron. Luca Bird. <laughs> My name is Luca. All right, uh, number one seed, Miami Heat versus the eight seed, Cleveland Cavaliers or the Atlanta Hawks. So let's go Heat versus Cavs. All right, I'll start. I'll speak at once. Heat versus Cavs, I got the Heat. Yeah, I got the Heat in five. kind of want to say six, man. I like like that young Cavs team. Um, They were another one. People, like, we expected them to drop back off and be, like, in this position, if not just missing the playoffs altogether. But there's some context to that. They had a lot of injuries uh, with that with that little young squad. Um, but if they get in, if they beat Atlanta, yeah, I, I got them going home in five in a real tough, hard-fought five games. And I don't even know because y'all know I don't believe in Miami all like that. So I'm going to switch that. I got Miami in six. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I know I'd be disrespecting them. I'd be disrespecting them. I got yeah, I got are, Miami in uh, over the Cavs. I got and I got women and I got Miami in six over the Hawks as well. They're not gonna have that magic. Yo, you season. disrespect for the Miami, yo. Yeah, like Miami wasn't in the finals a couple of years ago, and you like they ain't got Coach Bo. You better, you better, Miami, you Miami, Miami don't remember being in the finals. 
They don't, they don't remember that fluke ass trip. Yeah, yeah, that's because that's because my guy was <laughs> tired and gave us one of the greatest gave us one of the greatest <laughs> memes of all time. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got I got, I got uh, Miami and six both times. If Jimmy think I'm here. I got uh, now, wait till we get to the I second got, uh, one. I got him going home. I got Jimmy Butler, Victor Oladipo, and Zoe. Zoe's in five. Oladipo put up a 40 Cleveland. spot the other night, too. I, I think that – Hey, listen, you know, I've been a Victor – I've been a Victor supporter since I understood what his decision-making was like with the young lady. Um, I got Jimmy Butler, Victor Oladipo, yeah, and the old Zoe in four – Versus the good-haired Atlantic kid. <laughs> Four. Damn. Yo, he, he, All right, he what about? Uh, yeah. You, all right, that's everybody. Did you go, Jim? Mm-hmm. No, I said I said sticky the way, Paul. All right, now here we go. The two-seeded Celtics versus seven-seeded Nets. <laughs> Feel sorry for the Celtics because I think everybody at the top of the Eastern Conference was trying to dodge that spot. So they wouldn't have to see the Nets in the first round. But the Celtics said, you know, I'll be your Huckleberry. They got that two seed, um, and they've been balling. Celtics have been the hottest team since, like, uh, mid-January, definitely since the All-Star break. So y'all, who, who y'all got? Anybody for the season here? This is, now, this is a tough series. They got the decoy um, and Marcus Smart. Shout out to Marcus Smart for uh, – you know, one of the defensive player of the year. He's like the first guard to do it since I don't even remember when. Um, Wait, they already gave it to him? Yeah, I believe so. Man, they naming awards already? What's wrong with them? I thought I thought I, thought I saw. Unless Where I've been? Saying, unless they were saying, unless they were saying he's a favorite. Let me see. Unless they were saying he's a favorite, I thought that uh they gave it to him. Uh, no, nah, I didn't vote yet because people still talking about yeah, Michael Bridges. Yeah. I'm not saying that must be something Twitter who had him trending and they're trying to make it. They're trying to force him into existence. Right, well, Jimmy can just back, he can just backtrack a little bit. Congratulations for being one of the front runners. That's better than I you. I mean, they already, <laughs> gave, they, they, already gave, they already gave Bull the MVP. Like, yo, this this, this, this <laughs> award season is weak. Because the captain yeah. on Twitter, like, letting their votes go. Like, this is who I voted for. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all ain't going to leave no suspense to it. Like, the whole crew from the yeah. athletic voted for Bull for yeah, for the year they all European level. I wonder what those writers look like. I gotta see what they look like. Alright, I, I got thing? the I got the Nets. Why? why? You know why? I got the Nets in seven. I think the Celtics are gonna right. you know take them to the brink, but KD gonna get his foot here's behind the line thing. this time. Yeah, I'm gonna take the same thing. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I'm saying Nets in a in a in a clinching game or in the Boston Garden, and I think it's gonna be Byrie that goes crazy in Game Seven in Boston. You know what I mean? Sort of like on some storybook type-ish. Kyrie going to go for like 40 on 18 for 18 shooting. Yeah, I can see it. That's too many That's too many shots, though. They don't need 18 <laughs> shots to score 40. Scabby yeah, that's, that's true, too. He might be he might 13, for, said, 13 for 13 with like 60. Scabby said Matisse just messed up his defensive player of the year by not getting fully vaccinated. But he wasn't going to get that. I don't know. I don't know if that matters. He <laughs> wasn't one of the front runners anyway. You right. <laughs> <laughs> talking about? All right. Uh, uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Uh, no sleep to Brooklyn. I'm going Brooklyn in, in six. And I, I want to be wrong here 
because I want to see the the uh, Celtics upsetting. But uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat the young mom, man. He's purple. Yeah. He's yeah, got a fan, man. Got like a, like a Celtic. Celtic can eat it. Yeah. For the Celtics. All right. So uh, now we got the 3-6 matchup. Number three-seeded Bucks versus the six-seeded Bulls. I will start this one, Bucks and four. No disrespect, Tobias. We get to your call in a minute. Bucks and four. What y'all got? Bucks and five. Yeah, Bucks and four. I got the Bucks and four. But by the way, I'm looking this up, and they they were saying they were basing that on the people like literally letting their letting their hands go. Letting their votes go. Like <laughs> yeah, like look at the Kelbridge. The is. Yo, social media. Rudy Gobert. Social media just messing Yo, up somebody, everything, somebody, man. somebody compiled all the people that uh, – somebody compiled all the people. Somebody just went to everybody. Had let everybody know. <laughs> Yo, yeah. man, somebody went to everybody. And so far, and so, Yo, so, so, so there's some people lives, who didn't – There's some people who didn't put their vote out yet, but it seems like Marcus Smart right now is in the lead based upon it's the trendy. votes that they know, and that's why people are ready to call it for him. It's almost like uh, an election at this point. It's like an election. We're going to call it. The other dude's got to concede. All right, in the last matchup, the 4-5, man, the 76ers versus the Toronto Raptors. Keep in mind, like Scott just game. said, well, like he just alluded to, Matisse Thibel, the team's best perimeter defender, will not be able to play in games, at least games uh, three and four. If the series stretches beyond that, he'll be sitting home for a game six as well. Toronto has won three of the four games in the season series. Y'all nervous for the Sixers? Yeah. Uh, or no? I am. This is a bad. This is a, this is a this is a bad matchup. Like half guy, bad matchup. That boy be he be cooking the Sixers. <laughs> he do it. And that's the thing. Like the person who cooks the Sixers pretty much plays the the position of the dude who has the best chance of of maybe yeah. slowing them down a little bit. You know, so, Pascal, like, turns into Giannis when they play the Sixers. Like, he just be, like, running you know, halfback jobs on them, and they can't stop him. Van, Van Vliet should be back. He cooked the Sixers pretty good, too. Yeah, he do. Because um, we know how that's going to be. Even in games where if Maxie gets off a little bit, you know, Van Vliet going to top that. You know, Maxie get 25, Van Vliet. Van Vliet going to 30. Right. Um, I got, I'm going to say – you know what? This is a lot of fan in me. I'm going to say Sixers in six because the Sixers have to win in six. If it goes seven, the Sixers are not going to win. They can't win game seven. I, they never so have. And now you got, you got Harden, who don't win them either. So if it goes seven, the Sixers don't Step win. across. Sixers in six. I'm a, you stole my thunder because I was going to say Sixers in six, but my logic is this is where the big African guy proves that he is, in fact, the most valuable player in the, the league. The MVP. I think that. Yeah. I think that Sixers are six. about to take it to a, to a whole other level. He's about to average like 45 and 20. Got to. Hmm. Bulky playing like, <laughs> like, like wash beard. Boy, the barbershop. He ain't, le- he ain't leaving the strip club on his beard anymore. Tour date Harden Clean that off Call him tour date Harden Alright uh, Our quote of the week man This comes from Philadelphia as well The quote is I effing hate this place And that's from Philly's third baseman Alec Bone He said this After making a play to finish the inning And getting a sarcastic clap From the fans 
The fans have been booing him all game because he had three errors in a game against the Phillies' arch rivals, the New York Mets. Um, after this quote in the postgame press conference, he copped to what he said because I don't know if y'all saw Twitter and wherever. Like, they kept – people were trying to say he was saying something else. There's a lot of bad lip readers out there because he came and actually copped to it. And the argument was still going on hours after he copped to it about what he actually said. So, you know, he was just saying that the moment got the best of him or whatever, and he apologized and all of that kind of stuff. And the next game, he actually came out and got a standing ovation, and it wasn't a sarcastic one when he got up to bat. So are the Phillies fans soft, or is that reputation they've been living off of for the last 60 years fake all in itself? How he get away with it and ain't do nothing significant to to get back in their good graces yet? Or do they just like you being honest and copping to it? I don't really think that's what the reputation is supposed to be. Fake. <laughs> Fake thugs before Gusto. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just wanted to get y'all opinion on that. All right, and before we talk about what happened when y'all was on the Grizz Naive, we're going to go to the phone lines. We got the homie Tobias calling in from out in Arizona. What up, Tobias? Roll damn tired and... Stampede damn bulls. Hey, roll tire, fella, because, you know, I got me some wings ready for the weekend. The Alabama spring game is coming up this weekend. Got to look at these nice young prospects here. probably more important to you than the the bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, uh, I just want one game from the bulls. I got a question for y'all. Who who actually spent more time together, the Nets or you three? Because it seems like (laughs) y'all never together no more, man. Um, hey, but together every Thursday, we we talk to yeah, each other. Them dudes, them dudes yeah. probably don't even talk to each other. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Unless but they're on the bench. I, but you know, watching this Bulls season, it shows once you play on a team that's winning, and you play, and y'all know once you once you got a good record, you got teams playing differently. It exposes things, and the one guy that got exposed this year for the Bulls is a guy named Nikola Vucevic. Uh, <laughs> and I'm kind of hoping, hey, the Lakers want to give up AD. Hey, we'll try him with Vucevic straight up. But, uh, yeah, uh, hell, I'll trade him to Utah for Rudy Gobert. But, uh, but the problem is that your big man, if he's not a good defender, he must be dominating on offense as well. But he doesn't dominate on offense. You know, and I think you got to have it either or. It's like Shaq wasn't the greatest defender but he will punish you on offense. You got to give me something, you know, and, uh, you know, and I, I just think that, Hey, they, they'll be gone. Hopefully five, you know, but at the same time, I'll, just making the playoffs was a good season for them back to like these years of being terrible and still end up having to pick seven <laughs> or, or the one team that did well, that's where they wasn't tanking, but they were terrible, <laughs> you know, but uh, so I'm just glad they made the playoffs because after a while you get, you get tired of picking seven. You end up with Wendell Carter, Lowry Marketing, Kobe White. <laughs> you know, so I just I just rather just get in the playoffs. Did you celebrate like um Patrick Beverly? Nah, man, I was celebrating like Carl Anthony Towns. I ain't do shit all game, but I'm back like I won. <laughs> but uh hey, dude, they were cooking cat on Twitter. As soon as he uh, found out like, man, they may come back. <laughs> they was cooking. You know, my young dude. boy alone, man. Hey, someone was too busy pregame hugging his chick on the, you know, while, hey, everybody, while everybody I, else was warming up. 
He was embracing Five minutes of Jimmy, man. Someone so, so said, Carl, if he has a big game with a second coming of Robert Sacre. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh, y'all talk about the MVP, right? Everybody keeps talking about, like, like, they keep talking about Jokic, what he didn't have. And, like, Michael Porter Jr. is pretty much a spot-up shooter. That's all he does. He doesn't play anyway. He had a back ears in college. When did Jamal Murray become Kobe? They talk about like he's Kobe. Um, jo- yeah, Joel. <laughs> the, hey, but but the thing is, everybody became Kobe in the bubble, and nobody's like the Warren guy because CJ Warren was was yep. the bubble MJ. <laughs> so nobody's acknowledging that no one who was cooking in the bubble has played that well, except for maybe Devin Booker, and he didn't even get the yeah. playoffs in the bubble. So. <laughs> They were so bad. They they were so bad. They won every game in the bubble. Still couldn't make the play in. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, but they but like Embiid, no Simmons all year. Uh, Harden, you know, put the fat suit back on, hitting the club and stuff. He's Harden's wash. Let's just be honest. And he playing for a bad coach. Doc Rivers is not a good coach. Sorry, people. I know he's black. I know he's good with the media, but he's not a good coach. He's got to he's got to keep it a buck. I hope I hope uh, Harden turn it up on your ass in the playoffs. I mean, I gotta hope hey, that he plays with my damn team now. <laughs> you, should, you should be hoping Har- You should be hoping Doc takes a Lakers job. That's what you should be hoping for. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Toronto has one of the best coaches of basketball and one of the best light skinned players in the NBA, and Fred VanVleet. Uh, you know, but it's like Jokic. All they ever talk about his numbers. His like uh, he's the analytics god. Yeah. And, and they and about his boyp and all this stuff and stuff I never heard of. But so they be making so, up they be making up new uh, analytics for Yoki. Like it's 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 unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they be like, well, he gets all these assists. This well, he has the ball all the time, so he better get a lot of assists. But Jokers get the I, advanced advanced statistics. <laughs> he he get the Super Saiyan three uh, statistics. Uh, you know, but I just think that everybody look at these numbers, but MB has done this with so many distractions. God, let's just be honest here, guys. What has anyone even talked about the Nuggets all year? Who has to keep up the Nuggets? About basketball in Denver. That's what I'm saying. And, and Philly, that was a lot of pressure on MB because guess what? They were looking at him. They were expecting Philly to be a mess this year with this no Ben Simmons stuff. And he balled out. He put the team on his back. The team played great. Uh, you know, we can say you won by the Harden trade, but at the same time, you got to get rid of a guy who ain't playing for a guy who is playing. And um, and I know everybody's talking about the Nets is forming up. They come together and all this good stuff. They got two guys, and they're going to run through everybody. Defense is their big issue. I think Boston's going to beat them. If Robert Williams doesn't miss too many games, they could beat him, beat them. And I think they got guys. You ain't gonna stop Kyrie, but you gotta at least bother him and make it make it work for it. And that's what you do on defense, make him spend that energy. Because if Kyrie has a bad game or KD has an off game, who else they got? And and, and what I would do, I would double team any of them. Oh wow, whatever. Uh, the, the only patty I like is peppermint patty. That's all I can depend on. But uh, you don't need white. Well, like with guys like that. To me, you wasted your time doubling them because they go going to score so many points. You, you got to stop the other guys from getting open shots. Mm-hmm. And, really, and, you know, because, you know, 
yeah, and, uh, and, and like y'all thought, Utah, hopefully, hey, future bull, Rudy Gobert, come to town, we need your defense. But uh, <laughs> Luka's going to miss a game or two with a calf in the, He has a calf in this injury. Oh, he yeah. may miss a couple of games. You're right. And remember, I mean, no, one else on, no one else in Dallas dribbles besides Luka. You got to remember that. Uh, got, so they, what well, kind of chest are they going to have? They got, they got dumb Liddy. Dumb Liddy is Oh, yeah. You know that? <laughs> Jimmy, that's one of Jimmy's starting five. Yeah, you already five. know. And, and, you know, and I'll, you know, we, we be having a hot take shows on at work, right? And they be crushing Mike to Mike the GM, even though uh, the Sacramento Kings ain't made the playoffs since George W. Bush was in office. Uh, but – they talking about like how these they missed on Booker and all these other cats. When you look at these drafts, there was only like three players worth a damn in these in these first parts of these drafts. Both these other guys Yo, are role I got, players. I got a serious, I got a serious question. They made the playoffs when W was in office. I don't even I, I don't remember I don't remember them since Weber yeah. and Diva. Yeah, they ain't they didn't stay too long. I looked it up, but people keep talking about the NBA. Oh, you missed on this guy. You missed on this guy. No one thought Damian Lillard was gonna be this good coming out of Weaver State. You know, uh, Booker got drafted behind Willie Cauley-Stein and Stanley Johnson. How come those other teams don't take the hit? In, in the NBA, to be honest. Willie Trillville. Yeah, cause let's be no. honest here. Unless you get the number one pick and it's an Anthony Davis type, after that, he, he, is, he, is, throwing, he is rolling the dice and throwing stuff in the wall. Who can stick? No, here's the thing, though. Right? I, I guess that's changed because of, like, the one and done and all that, like, cats don't have a chance to develop and become, like, bring a whole fan base yeah. with them, sort of like the old Patrick Ewing-style players. But people forget that Devin Booker didn't even start in college. Yo, he came off yeah. the bench in Kentucky. That, that Kentucky team was so deep that they had Devin Booker coming off their bench. He never started a game in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can, you project it, it, him to, how can you project him to be what he is when my man couldn't even crack the starting lineup in, the, in uh, you know, in college? It. That was the same draft where I think – oh, yeah, there was a debate war for number two, D'Angelo Russell or Ja, ja Okafor. So, we was – it's like it, with these guys coming out at 19, you don't know, and it takes time. And I hate when people say, oh, this team passed on Giannis. Giannis went to the right situation where they could let him develop. Let's say he went with LeBron. LeBron would have traded his ass. They ain't got time to wait on him. Giannis oh, like on these other teams. during the draft. Oh, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally yeah, and it's like, like, like Yeah, because these 19-year-olds got it. Like, they got to develop, grow their bodies, work on their games. And you go to the situation where, like, even Devin Booker and Phoenix, he had time to develop. Some of these other guys, they go to depend on the market they go to, they ain't got time to develop. They fetch you now. And I just think that people – so sometimes you don't know. And some guys you think will, will ball in college and get to the league, they just may not work out. It's not, it's like the NFL draft, you guys get what I'm saying, or even a draft 15, 20 years ago, where guys are coming a little bit older. Yo, that 20, I'm looking at that 2014, 15 Kentucky team. They used to have like a roster of like 14 cats and like nine of them in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, we gotta get the hell out of here. Hey, you guys take it easy, man. And, and I heard Jalen Hurts working on this game for B. Austin. He's have a big year for B. Austin, man. I'm, I'm going to send him that Jalen Hurts jersey. But, hey, right. you guys take it easy, man. All right, we'll let you next Take week. it easy. Bye. Bye.
like throwing into the wind on a trolley. <laughs> Yo. All right, Jim, what happened this week where everybody was on the Grizz Naive? Absolutely, and while you were on the Grizz Naive, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Hell you yeah. You use business to the custom website. Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and go, yeah, and get that hookup. All right, so they are remaking White Men Can't Jump uh, with Jack Harlow taking the Woody Harrison role. And um, Sinquo Walls is taking the role of, uh, I was about to say, Nino Brown. Um, <laughs> of if y'all know who Sinquo Walls is, that was, uh, that was 50's son in um, Power. Wasn't he? Didn't he play Kanan's yeah. son? And. Kanan Merkin. Who Merkin? Kanan Merkin? Merkin's own son? Yeah, yeah. Yo. What else was he in? He was in something else. Yeah. All right, little actor. I mean, but he's going to be Sidney he Dean also Merkin, in the he also, reboot. He also murked his cousin who was like his sister. So, I mean, you know, there's that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Street life, streets need a body. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, though, um, we all going to watch it, but I don't know who asked for it, but it is what it is. Nothing ever dies. They bring back everything. I know. I was you against it at heard first, it. but I can't front now. Like I ain't interested. I'm like, whatever, man. If you can't beat no, him, join I heard they bring. I heard they bring Top Gun back, and they gonna let old boy play in it too. Oh, oh yeah. We were in the um. Yeah, uh, Top I took, Gun is I took, Top Gun is back. Oh, Top Gun is made. Top Gun. Uh, I, I went to yeah. the theater for the first time in two years, uh, like two yesterday morning or something like that, and they showed previews oh, damn, for, for Top Gun. For Maverick, Goose Goose oh, uh, Goose ain't in it. You, you back outside? Goose ain't in it, not really, really. But it's spring break for the kids, so he, so we went. You know, we went to like the first show of Sonic. So oh, you went with the really family? In there. Yeah, you know, it wasn't you nobody really family. in there. Oh, so. I just Yo, decided to get a twist. They kind of uh, the movie. <laughs> the movie kind of played. The movie kind of played itself, or they played Maverick a little bit. Because they call right. the boys in the, the captain's room, and they're like, yo, all your other homies are dead, retired, or admiral. Why are you still flying jets? It, it makes sense. Like, they got him in the role that, you know, the old heads was in in his movie. So they're just making the same movie, but just keeping him in it. Um, the funny thing is, I'm such a Top Gun fan. Yo, just seeing that, like, and I didn't. Maybe I, I, that's another one. I don't agree with them making it or anything like that. But I'm sitting there, you know, I'm visualizing in my, in my older years. I'm sitting there with eyes tearing up like, hey, man, Maverick. And, and you know, yeah, you I mean, I high. guess this is not spoiling it. Because too. if y'all see the previews, y'all going to realize Yo. Goose's son is going to be in it. So, you know, they always going to have somebody's Yo, son. In the funny thing about that is, the funny thing about that is, like, I like Top Gun, but I was never, like, a big oh, Top Gun person. Like, That's my thing. Yeah, I never did, like. Yeah, Top like, Gun was my ish. You tripping. Because back then, he was, like, he was, like, uh, damn near a superhero with all the movies he had coming out. Um, You know, I was more of a mission and problem. That was my twist. Like, that was oh, probably, yeah. like, oh, right. Yeah. Which one? My bad. Then, like. Back then, he was like the action star. He was That's everything. funny, though. I don't so, think I've ever seen one of those movies in its entirety. Mission Impossible definitely wasn't my I've never seen one of them joints. 
you was more of a Top Gun dude. I was more of a Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible was, you know, ten fire emojis. But you know, what I'm saying? like, you know, I agree. Shocking movies here, Bill. But, yeah, I don't know why I wasn't. I'm shocked. I'm shocked and appalled. Nice. You know what I mean, they used to lower both down into the field, field and he couldn't touch the lasers and. <laughs> Yo, I just assumed Dev had Mission Impossible on Blu-ray. I just assumed it. No, I've never seen one of them Jones in their entirety. Yo, I'm about to send you a Google Drive link right now. I know his name, um, though. His name was Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah, No, that's the real dude. Bring back Trolls in the movie. Ethan Ethan Hawke was the boy from uh, Pelican Bay from um, with Denzel. What's the boy? Training. Fly, Pelican Fly. Trading day. Oh yeah, that's a that was Jake. Yeah. All right, what else happened? Yeah, man. Anyway, man. Yeah, yeah. So bring back white, white men still here. can't Yo, jump. Quick, though, um, them <clears throat> Yo, uh, New York City Mayor uh, Eric Adams tests positive for COVID, and you know he was like, you know, I'm heavy on his Yo, like, anti-COVID joint. He gonna he gonna pull a power move, and just because he got COVID, he gonna stop Kyrie from playing. <laughs> like now nah, we going back to the Nets gonna lose because I'm yeah. salty right now. Yeah, it's crazy though. Like after all of that, I mean, not like you know, he, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be okay. But because of this whole Kyrie situation, dude has become like the face of the COVID struggle in New York City over the past six months or so. And as soon as he lifts those mandates, he tests positive for COVID. Which like you Listen, know these man. days. It, it sounds super ironic, even though catching COVID is like easy as hell these days. But <laughs> listen, man, everybody back outside, and that includes COVID. Right. Um. Yo, man. So uh, the real HU. I'm joking. I ain't trying to get rolled on. But uh, Hampton <laughs> University. Oh, all student day is the real. Uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Hampton University dissolved all student loan dollars for the spring 2022. Yo, the funniest thing about college, right? That's student loans, just student balances. It's student balances. But look, the the funniest thing about HBCUs is no matter what HBCU you go to, you feel like the other HBCU got all the baddies. Like, I guess because you're tired of looking at them. You're tired of looking at the same ones. Uh Uh-huh, because you're like, yo, Hampton got all the jobs. People at Hampton be like, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bowie State? Actually, no. Nobody says Bowie State. Nobody says no, that. No, ain't nobody said that about Bowie State. <laughs> no, nobody said that about Bowie um, <laughs> you know, No, I, I feel this, you, though. Because if somebody would erase my balance that I from spring of 98, I wouldn't have missed that time that I missed the next. Because, you know, HBCU, they don't play that. You go in there with a balance. You could have all the money for the next semester paid off but if you got a balance you're carrying a balance from the prior year they're not banging with you like that so this, this is a big deal but it's probably a lot of people who do go to the school who's all paid up who's running around mad you know because this ain't a big deal to them and they're not positively affected by it so everybody wishing that they didn't pay all their tuition this this semester man <laughs> so they could joke, be pretty joke man. take take care everybody man Right, but this 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 is HBCU, good, right? so carrying balances is a common thing. So I know it's a lot of happy people out there. <laughs> we don't got to struggle to finish off that, that balance for the semester. I got, we'll a, I got a question, though. Oh, we was in the DMV. How Jimmy know that Bowie State ain't got no gym? 
Listen, Universal knowledge. Yeah, I was up and down. Yeah, I was up and down. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, everybody look for the baddies. All I'm going to say is this, though. That is crazy, though, because I ain't even ever heard of Bowie State until I moved to Bowie. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> I... <laughs> Yo, I was Yo, I'm getting in the Washington, D.C. area, and you ain't got no bad that's terrible. Yeah. So how are you in the Listen, Washington, D.C. area? Yes, I live in the Washington, D.C. area. I've never heard of you. You know what I'm saying? I've been to a lot of HBCU campuses. Shout out to Bell State. Yo, but listen, though, um, <laughs> what I was going to say is, man, Sleepy Joe got to forget his money, man, so we can put it back into the economy. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get, like, full Deshaun Watson now because I don't know if you saw the video I sent you yesterday, though. They got the uh, the female the female version. Like, you know how the dudes be going too far with the, uh, the massages and whatnot? Yeah. They got the new joints out where the, 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 the where you get massaged from the from the chicks and they doing the same thing as like the old boys. They got the copycat. Oh, how she do it though? Cause Uh-oh. boy be dripping them up like they rag dolls. And... Oh, oh, no, listen, oh. they do they do it. They they tag team. It's two. It's two for every like your joint. Like they take two. Oh, two yeah, of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. So that just means like, Cleveland, like, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, Cleveland Browns probably decision. Right, <laughs> the Browns regretting their decision right now. I saw that on the grid yesterday. I was like, yo. Me, like, oh, word? <laughs> oh, word? They got that. I was game. like, hey, yo. Yo, the Tom Watson about to order about seven of them massages. <laughs> yeah, back man. To back, back to back to back anyway. to back. Damn. Anyway. Yeah. So definitely got to be gripping. He went from Hampton to massages. But anyway, um, yo, what I do. That's what happens. <laughs> Shout out to all the chicks that happen to get massages. Hmm, massages. Um, <laughs> all right, right, man. This, <laughs> this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book, man. Y'all know what it is. If y'all tired of reading that bullshit that y'all call sports books, man, check out Sports <laughs> the Book. Smart people only read the sports written by War Room Sports own. Jimmy the Blueprint. Get your copy at warroomsports.com or sports the book. All right. April 14th, 1968, marked the first ever NBA game at New York's iconic Madison Square Garden. The Knicks beat the San Diego Rockets 114 to 102. And now all these years later, the arena and all the chairs and stuff look the exact same way they did that night. Say, nah, shout out to <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the San Diego Rockets, though. That's intriguing to me. Like, is that the current Rockets or the current Clippers? I know. I, I was about to say because you would think, you would think if the like the Rockets being in Houston, that was perfect for the for the Rockets. Yeah. So did they move from there, or did, or like you said, did they turn into the Clippers, and then? The Rockets like, oh, we should take that name because Houston and NASA and all that kind of stuff. It has to be that. I don't know. Cat Skyview, you I know, do the knowledge. was the San Diego Rockets the former Clippers or the former Houston Rockets? I would say it had to be the Clippers because the Rockets. If not, at the game. Because <laughs> if not, that's just too perfect. You know what I mean? Because we we've seen the imperfect of all this. We've seen Minnesota Lakers turn into the Los Angeles Lakers. In a damn lake in L.A., and we've seen the, the, the New Orleans jazz turn into the Utah jazz. Who in Utah banging jazz music like that? Besides Donovan Mitchell's pop. <laughs> and I don't know. 
Founder of Mitchell Group, B1I Sons. His pop probably listened to uh, Prodigy and Havoc. So. Nice. Used to be the San Diego Rockets. And 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 Jim Neil says she just saw Mission Impossible for the first time last year. Ain't it like sixteen of them though at this point? Hey, yo, Neil, what's wrong with you, Neil? And now you know what I always used to mix it up with too. Yeah, I used to, I used to think it's it was a, like another James Bond. I thought it was like a Bond type job. I'm like, why they got two different Bonds calling them two different things? I was tripping. The funniest thing about that 1968 squad, Phil Jackson was on that squad. It was the Phil Jackson, Willis Reed, Walt Frazier squad. Oh, them balls. Yeah. Yeah, that was them balls. They got lucky then. A couple years later, they blessed the garden with a a chip. And the boy limped out the the locker room like Ben Simmons going to do game one. Dog. I'm looking at this squad. I'll be laughing at they be like, yo, Everybody was short until like 1980, dog. They had Walt Bellamy was like 6'11". Nate, Nate Bowman was like 6'10". <laughs> <Phil Jackson>, 6'10". <laughs> and neither one of them played center. Willis Reed played center. Like, they just had like... The people, man. Yo. People think ain't nobody get tall to the 80s. Talking to Donald And Walt Bellamy was the first pick of the draft. But we've already proven time and time again when people throw that Wilt Chamberlain argument out there. Like, we've given a list. Wilt Chamberlain literally played... The the average height of the dudes he played on a nightly basis was taller than the dudes Shaq played on on a nightly basis. No, y'all don't hear me. I need they was five five all white. <laughs> you know, while 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 we uh, while we on there real quick before we get out of there, I'd like to extend an apology to Kareem Abdul Jabbar because it has been probably a decade since I've looked at your statistics, and I apologize to you. Yeah, I apologize you. to Wilt that we keep that we that we keep bringing up. Bill Russell in conversations with y'all. I apologize. I don't man. bring up Bill Russell. I do. But, but, I, but I, you know, Yo. I respect Bill, but he ain't them. I, re- <laughs> I respect I respect him. He's a good he's a good human being, and he could play basketball. But there are people saying that Bill Russell is GOAT, and he averaged 14 oh, yeah. and 22. The 22 <laughs> is impressive. But 14? <laughs> Dog. Yeah. Yo. Yo, Walt Bellamy's rookie year, he averaged 32 and 19. Yeah. Yo, yeah, Walt Bellamy better than Bill Russell, too. <laughs> Yo, I think, I think first, you put Walt Bellamy's name in a conversation about that recently on social media, and somebody was like, come on, man, Walt Bellamy, though. Some white man tried to argue that, that Bill Russell – should be in the GOAT conversation. So I was doing some research, and they widened the lane. And you know why they widened the lane. It had nothing to do with Bill Russell and everything to do with the bull from Overbrook. So they widened the lane, and Bill Russell's point totals dropped. He averaged 12.2 per game after they, after they widened the lane. Yo, <laughs> Bill Russell was rich. I'm sorry, Bill. Yo, Bill I, I, wouldn't call, I wouldn't say that. Bill Russell was like, yo. I he was a hustle man. He was that. It's going to sound disrespectful what I'm about to say, so maybe I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. About to say he was Bill like Russell. a better version. He's a better version of Draymond. Like, and what I mean by that is this, right? Oh, I mean, I thought no, you hear me real out. Talk, I ain't going to hold you. I thought you was going to say Ben Wallace. <laughs> no, no, because, like, the thing is, like, Bill, I, 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 I honestly feel, yo, I honestly feel, because when you, like, look at his, his, when he played in San Francisco, like, in college, like, I feel like he could have averaged 30 or 20. But mm-hmm. I feel like dude really was like a psychopath. Yeah, in his place. I, 
I feel like he was on some psychopathic. Like, like I gotta, I gotta win at all costs. Like when you read like biographies about Bill Russell, people talk about just how like maniacal he was with trying to win, and he'd be willing to sacrifice his numbers and everything for the W. Like they said, the boy. Do it really be that? Like, that's what they say after the fact. I mean, that's what, I mean, it yep. could be a little bit of everything, man. Because one thing I tell you, I was telling, I was telling you today, man. Revisionist history is insane. Because I can't wait to read books on D Rose because I've never you. seen someone get treated. I've never seen someone get treated with the kind of love, respect, and adoration that he does. Like, and I understand that you know where he's from, and you know D Rose had one great season, but, and it was one. Dog, yo, I love, I love D Rose. I love D Rose. They, they do be overboard with it, but we keep this, yo. Yo, we'll average thirty and thirty. In 84 games on Bill Russell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yo, man. Let's get out of here, man. Folks, <laughs> talking about Dean Rose, like, he's just somebody else, man. But anyway, man, you know, it's time to get out of here, man. Bottom line is this. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the war room. We shall be back here next week. So make sure you join us then. We definitely appreciate it. Please stay safe in the streets, and we'll see you back here next time. Catch everything we do, social media, content, you know, our links. Everything can be found, um, you know what I'm saying, double entendre, ladies. Anyway, um, can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. That is warroomsports.com. My book, Sports the Book, can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. But as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. See you on top. Get that mobile app.